0: Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. I feel like we have spent a lot of time on record on Zoom this week. Um, thank yeah. you so much, everyone, for your support in our sec- third Black Friday um, special. We are just at the halfway point of Recordings, which I don't even think I shared with you, Mom. No. That uh, we are recording on Thursday, the first. So we are a little bit early from when you're listening, uh, but we sold 76 this year and mm-hmm. we're halfway done. Yeah. So that is you know what has gone thing. really
1: well. Well, again, I thank you for all the support. That's been great. Yeah. do will make great presents.
0: Absolutely. But it's crazy to think like 38 recordings in like six days. <laughs> Yeah. We did it. We did it. So um today we are going to be talking about part one of Saturn moving into Pisces. This is a big deal because Saturn um moves signs every two and a half years. So, you know, since we've been running the podcast at least, we've only been talking about Saturn in Aquarius. And so this is the first time Saturn is shifting since we've been talking publicly about it and today we're going to talk about what has happened in the past in the headlines when we've seen saturn move into pisces and then part two which will launch on december 12th will go through all 12 of the signs and how saturn moving into the P- into pisces will affect the signs
1: and i just want to be clear that saturn is direct now saturn is moving direct so it's headed towards pisces not technically in pisces and there's a lot of astrological out- astrologers out there who might say, Oh, I'll talk about that starting in February. Well, you know, we talk early on these topics because the energy is setting up. And I think there's so much power in seeing it coming. I, I oftentimes think about it, you know, I don't like to be the last one to know something I want to be not necessarily the first first, but I want to be, you know, in that top segment there that knows, that anticipates it, sees what's coming. So anyhow that's what we do. And, uh, so we're generally talking about it before other astrologers are.
0: Yeah. When I'm dealing with clients, I'll give them the exact dates of the energy, but then I'll say, yeah, once the planet's direct, that's like, you're dressed for the party and yeah. you're in the car and you're about to start driving to the party and the party mm-hmm. still might be 20 minutes away, but you're already in party mode. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's kind of like the energy, like it's already heading there. Has it quite started? No, but you might be able to sense it already.
1: And work with it better.
0: True. So before we go into our talk today, we do need to mention Mercury retrograde. Uh, We will be in the shadow already as soon as December 13th. However, Mercury will not actually retrograde until December 29th. Uh, this is notable for a couple reasons. Of course, people always want to know when Mercury will uh, retrograde, especially around the holidays, because uh, you know this suggests yeah, delays in packages, strikes possibly uh, with some of the delivery uh, companies. But I think even more notable um, is that it's happening at 24 degrees of Capricorn, and. If depending on if that sounds familiar or not, you know, 24 degrees of Capricorn was one of the culprits. I'll say, um, as we launched, as COVID took off back in 2020, and so the fact that it is being ironed over, or I know Mom likes to give the example of a shoe on white carpet, and someone you know twists their shoe, right? They pivot on their on their foot into the carpet. This degree is being agitated again. And again, that's going to lead very nicely into our conversation today about uh, Saturn moving into Pisces, but I'm going to throw out something pretty controversial that I know um, some other astrologers have been predicting that Mm -hmm. many of them believe that we have not even gotten to the peak of COVID, which, you know, when I originally read that, I was like, there's no way. No
1: way. I was there too. Like, no, there's no way off on this one.
0: Yeah. But again, at the time when I read it, I was not that far ahead of the planets where I wasn't necessarily looking at 2023 yet. I was still, you know, in the depths of 2022. And now here we are, you know, gosh, 30 days from closing out this year and looking at all the energies that are kicking in. And now I'm starting to say, gosh, maybe there is something to this. Um, and again, does it have to be COVID? We're going to throw out some of our ideas today, but uh, mark your calendars for Mercury retrograde. Again, the uh, shadow period kicks in December 13th and it will actually retrograde on uh, December 29th. This would mean that, you know, anyone that when we were talking about COVID and we were talking about that 24 degrees of Capricorn, right? Uh, you know, Pluto has been obviously aspecting their sun. Yes, and now here comes Mercury, so they might feel uh, more sensitive to this energy. I know we've been kind of patting Capricorns on the back, saying Pluto's finally moving out of your sign, like this is great. But we do have this one last Mercury retrograde aspecting their sun.
1: Yeah, yeah, and by it that by itself is r- relatively minor, relatively. But you're right with that still Pluto hanging around that degree as well. It could complicate it, but that's probably going to indicate more headline things that are going on, things that, you know, would affect everyone collectively. Right. Right.
0: And as always, when we talk about Mercury retrograde, this is a shadow to re-whatever, redo, rewrite, rethink. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's kind of nice that it's happening right as we move into the new year, because I think a lot of us naturally do that. Uh, with resolutions <laughs> right? Um, where we might be thinking, okay, what do I want to do different as I move into the new year? So again, this Mercury is nothing to be afraid of. Um, work with the energy makes it much easier. So maybe you're redoing your vision board. Maybe you're rewriting some of your goals for the next year.
1: So, so we, should we get into our big topic <laughs> for the day? I mean, you've covered a lot of ground already. No. Oh, I wanted to throw in Neptune. Neptune's going to go direct uh, December 4th, so that yesterday, uh, when you're listening to this already. So we now have Neptune direct. I wanted to insert that those born around uh, March 13th, uh, they may feel more grounded here over the coming month. Uh, they've been on a little bit of a ride, maybe a little bit of a fairy tale ride, maybe a streak of particularly good luck but I'm just gonna say it's gonna start losing. They're gonna start losing that kind of magical touch they've had in their life. And um, as I might say, the alarm clock is about to go off and it's gonna wake them up and kind of bring them back to reality. So uh, that is birthdays around that March 13th, probably most affected by that Neptune going, going direct. Wow. So sorry, here I thought we were ready to move into the <laughs> topic and we still had something else we wanted to throw in there. So you've talked about Mercury retrograde, yeah. At a sensitive degree, that's very important. Neptune direct, but let's get into our big topic.
0: Yeah. So, anytime a planet shifts into a new sign, there is a shift in our lives, our personal lives, and even the collective lives, like mm-hmm. what we're seeing in the headlines. Mm-hmm. Um, this is especially true for the slower moving planets. You know, so some of the faster moving planets change signs every month. Uh, Like I mentioned earlier, Saturn only changes signs every two and a half years. So it is considered a slower moving planet. Um, Like mom mentioned, it did go direct in late October, meaning that it is heading towards Pisces now with no pit stops. It's not taking a bathroom break. It's not going to stop and get a soda. (laughs) It Mm -hmm. is going straight through on its way to uh, Pisces. So
1: that reason is why we think the story is starting to set up in each and every person's life. Right.
0: So, uh, you know, I don't want to totally skip over Aquarians. We have been talking about them for the last couple of years here, but if you are a late degree Aquarius, you know, Saturn is still just passing over their sun one last time. Mm -hmm. However, it will officially exit on March 7th. So I know at that point, all Aquarians will be excited to say goodbye to Saturn because Saturn can be a little stressful, even sad, although it does, I say it's the adulting planet. It gets us back on track. It throws out the elements that no longer serve us and say, Hey, in order to be able to move forward and able, in order to be able to grow, you need to make these changes.
1: It's a good thing in the end. In hindsight, you'll probably agree it was for the betterment, but usually the process is doesn't feel good.
0: Right, right. Yeah. So we have to think about the idea of Pisces. Now, um, if you, again, are maybe a little bit more familiar with astrology, you might understand that the zodiac starts with Aries mm-hmm. and ends with Pisces. So Pisces is often associated with trying to, uh, tie up the loose ends because it is the last sign in the zodiac
1: yeah it it implies pisces implies endings the last step the last thing we need to do mm-hmm. you know when we're when, anything we're doing there's always a last step and to be honest many people skip the last step oftentimes you know they, they're there to clean up the room and then they do three-fourths of it and oftentimes they want to stop well pisces really wants you to complete you know pick up that now take all that dirty laundry and take it down to the washing machine right
0: mm-hmm. yeah so, so Pisces.
1: Saturn, um, I mean, saturn wants to manifest it it wants something hard something official it wants to bring a formal formal announcement or formal ending to something bring
0: structure yeah structure and I think Pisces, out of all the signs, I'm not saying Pisces people have the least amount of structure, but Pisces as, uh, you know, a whole, because it's ruled by the fish. It's a water sign. You know, there's some ambiguity there.
1: Oh, absolutely! Just the symbolism of the fish of Pisces, two fish tied together, swimming in opposite directions. Right. I think we'll find in our examples because we've gone back, right? We've gone back in time here to look to see what's happened before in this country when Saturn has gone into Pisces. And there's been a lot of pronouncements that have happened under this energy that a lot of people have difficulty with. Yeah. Well, I want to...
0: Yeah, I want to explain a few more things about Pisces. Okay. Because you mentioned that it is the the end. So we did talk about, okay, it's the 12th sign. So even if you're looking at uh, your birth chart, that 12th house, the last house is ruled by Pisces. And that does rule things that are behind the scenes. It r- rules the pharmaceutical companies. It rules healthcare policies. It rules things that, um, again, when I say behind the scenes, I'm just trying to think like things that can be a little bit more confidential, things that could even be a little bit taboo. Like, oh, we don't usually talk about those things.
1: Well, halfway houses, no therapies, uh, addiction recovery programs, right. Um, You know, yeah, these are not the first things you throw out when you meet somebody.
0: No, no, absolutely.
1: (laughs) Jail, any place that you feel imprisoned or a problem that you just are really struggling to get through or get past, or even just to acknowledge.
0: Yeah. So if we look at the last time that Saturn was in Pisces, we would go back to January of 1994 to April of 1996. Now, I would assume most of our listeners were, you know, alive during that time, so you can pull your own examples as well. What were you doing those years? But today we are going to focus more on the headlines and um AIDS became one of the biggest killers of younger America during those years. And uh protection of safe sex was strongly suggested by the government. Yeah,
1: yeah, that is, um, um, you know, that that was something I, I think originally it came out is just to everyone, be concerned, have a, a protective sex, blah, blah, blah. And then of course, it evolved at some point, and they got more sp- Specific about who in particular is more vulnerable. And so it hit the gay population, you know, and then it became kind of a little bit of a stigma, almost, I think, for them as well, that they were getting singled out. Well, okay, I'm not gonna... I mean, that's what the, what the medicine was telling, I guess, the officials. But, um, you know, the government or the health department came out and started basically telling people how to have safer sex. Mm-hmm. Which a pretty intimate area of your life. Absolutely. To have government now telling. And I think the distribution of condoms became much more common at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a probably probably federal money going into the distribution. So, again, that was a quite a stance. Right.
0: Well, so I the- think... When you think about sex, you would think, oh, is that, that sounds more like eighth house stuff, but the fact that like the government got involved in it and then was like publicly speaking on it again, just because you, you do think that's like a behind the curtain type thing. Mm -hmm. um, I think that was what was maybe the most shocking about it and why we're saying the, the government Saturn was putting structure or rules around this private behind the curtain event that takes place. Sex. So that was that was the last time so again I I
1: wanted to and we all know this, I mean everyone knows this, but there's been a lot of headlines right now about COVID, rsv and the flu, these three you know irritants. um, are really in the headlines yeah so sitting from where we're at right now and okay Okay, this is what's coming, it seems like there may be some more government declarations warnings clearly now we've certainly heard a lot over the last couple of years already but this time i would think it would be more i don't want to say more official yet
0: it's hard to speculate i think if we go through maybe the other examples because we did take saturn back we looked at the last three um hits of this energy i'm curious if maybe we'll have a better idea of what made that will look like in the future yeah if we go back saturn um An additional cycle, we would look at uh, Saturn in Pisces from 1964 to February of 1967. So again, there probably are some listeners still that I remember what was going on that year. And Mm -hmm. that year, the government got very invested in smoking. Mm -hmm. And it was the first U.S. government report to conclude that smoking was a cause of lung cancer and bronchitis and eat possibly even heart disease. Right.
1: That was, a, you know, that was, a, there was a lot of speculation up to that point, clearly, that smoking probably wasn't a good thing to be doing. A lot of, but this was the US Surgeon General came out in the first government report to state it
0: as a fact. Yeah. I think so this that's was, what's... Go ahead. go ahead. I just think that's what's interesting to start telling a better story of, maybe what's to happen because a lot of us might think, Oh my gosh, I don't want to hear one more word about COVID. Yeah. I don't want to hear one more. Th- like, have we not gone through almost three years now of this? Why is Kate and Mary saying right. now it's now what's going to, we're going to start talking about it. But I think, you know, I don't think AIDS, that was not the first conversation in 1994. I don't think smoking. That was the first time that uh, smoking might've had a bad causes in 1964,
1: yeah, but there in both of these examples so far, it was a case of the government trying to be make something official, I guess, and I'm just assuming it sets off a series of dominoes falling of maybe monies that get allocated to research to get, you know, to what how wow. can we save people from this?
0: No, I agree. I just I want I'm making our I want to make our our statement um stronger in that Those were not the first conversations about smoking or sex. These are not this next year is not the first conversation about COVID, but there should be more structure to, you know, I I do think a lot of people found that the rules of COVID um, definitely varied state to state, Sure. you know, even in Las Vegas, they varied from one section of town to the other section of town in Mm -hmm. regards to like how many people could sit at a table or could you gamble at the bar or do they had to take the gambling machines and put them against the wall? Like there were some odd rules. And so I think that's where a lot of people kind of said, is this just make believe because the rules were so varying. Yes. And sometimes it's hard to keep people on the same page when the rules don't make sense.
1: Well, and the rural areas versus the high density areas. Yeah. There were vast differences in that way.
0: Right. So it's possible that, okay, maybe there are some very structured rules or regulations that come into place that make it consistent or kind of a blanket for everyone
1: well and and be aware nothing happens in a day right in both of these cases it took it took months and years to to figure out aids right but that he has to start somewhere some official something that's recognized that has some teeth behind it so that could be give us a clue as well that it's not that we're going to manage everything Im- immediately or know the cause of anything immediately, but there's the campaign. Now we have a plan. Now we have a structure because that's what Saturn does. It, it kind of does create the path and start. how are we going to build the program or build the, uh, uh, the medicinal reaction that we need to take in order to resolve this problem.
0: Absolutely. And you know, we're saying COVID, but this could be any combination of the RSV, the oh. other you know things that we talked about earlier. Uh, it just would make variant. sense. It could be a variant, right? It just makes could sense. Something new,
1: something we don't even know yet.
0: Very true. Very true. If we take Saturn back one more cycle, uh, we would take uh, Saturn moving into Pisces in February of 1935 to April of 1937. So, um, gosh, if you're listening to this and you, I would assume you would have been pretty young, uh, probably wouldn't remember those years. If you were listening, I'm trying to do the math quickly in my head. Um, but you'd have to be in your nineties. Yeah. Well, congratulations. If you're listening, um, (laughs) but, uh, we saw the social security act get passed in
1: 1935. So right there, right in when Saturn went into Pisces. <clears throat> I'm sorry, <clears throat> losing my voice here.
0: <clears throat> yeah, so this definitely provided some basic support for elders to eat, um, to house themselves. Uh, there was a, there were a lot of medical problems. This is the
1: years coming after the depression. Tuberculosis was raging. They called it, I think, consumption as well. So there were a lot of you know poor, broken down people that needed a little bit of a help. So this was a meager program. This was not a generous program but this was the idea of some let's give some support to these people you know and yes it was the elderly uh that they were targeting at that point so uh, interesting again government stepping in um uh, and this time of course being rather generous in that we're going to send you a check right you know to so that you can eat and stay healthy it was health and welfare in each of these time Saturn been in Pisces and by the way we only looked at the United States you know we're not talking about what was going on in Canada or Mexico or anywhere else in the world this is our story right. kind of that's our theme our country gets into the health and welfare of people and to put out information hopefully that helps that defines what who what the problem is
0: right right so is it possible that was Saturn moving into Pisces. Again, the exact date is March 7th. Will there be another flare up of, you know, COVID or some sort of threatening variant or maybe a final solution, which could eradicate the transmission. Um, I would lean just because I feel like things have to get worse before they can get better mm-hmm. that I would think that there would be more of a flare up. Um, you know, I have been concerned with just the amount of people around me sick, and mm-hmm. it doesn't seem to be covid, but I feel like so many people around me are dealing with i guess it's the r s v piece of it, but the cough um the cough the cough that's all I cough. need to say yes.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um
0: especially if you have school age children, they just feel like we can't get ahead of it. we're just passing it around uh to one another,
1: yeah, now there is some potentially good news out there. I mean, I think maybe everyone's heard maybe a little bit about it. It involves what they call far UVC lights. Uh, the concept being certainly in commercial applications that you can uh, install these in in a room uh, and they're adhered to the ceiling and then they knock out, they just kill, you know, uh, viruses, uh, bacteria, whatever. I, again, I'm not studied up on this, but the idea airborne diseases, that's what it would be good at. So it wouldn't be good maybe in other applications, but really good for airborne diseases such as, you know, uh, the ones we're talking about, COVID, RSB. R. uh, R uh, R yes, thank you, (laughs) yes, exactly, and uh, so that would be, uh, you know, there's some talk that maybe, of course, we know how this works. The price point has to come down mm-hmm. so that, but that's where the government could come in, that they would subsidize or something of that nature or require these types of installations in hospitals, right? Or obvious places where it would be planes, really require planes, things. terms. And that's where the government could get involved in it, a, in a, what we would think would be a very healthy way, right? Right. Back, let's fight this, and this is what this is the plan. Right. Again, that's just speculation on our part. I haven't heard any, anything verifying that anyone is doing this on the higher level, but it's just an example that there could be some technology that could be introduced after, let's say, another
0: flare-up sort of happens. Right. Yeah. Well, we've talked about maybe, yeah, have coming to, t- to some conclusion as to, again, because Saturn puts structure around it, you know, Saturn usually is hard work, meaning that there has to be plans. There has to be protocols. Again, if you go through Saturn energy in your life, you know, you might be restructuring a business. You might be moving where you're s- resetting the groundwork for something. So on a much higher level, saturn is ruled by it rules the government so it is the government putting these plans and procedures around something to move us forward and again mom and me operate under the idea that saturn sets us up for success in the long run even though at the time it can feel like oh gosh i have to get used to something new oh this is going to cost me something right um, and hopefully it won't cost us something, but it's possible right. that yes, <laughs> um, it does. It might, cost it? The, <laughs> yeah, it might cost the government something uh, to put these structures in place.
1: Yeah, and just the whole field of medicine with Saturn going in there, um, issues about drugs, um, breakthrough drugs, drugs that you know can resolve an issue. Uh, access to drugs, be a, there's probably going to be a lot of conversation about it. And we're not going to do it today, right? We're not going to go into each of the signs and talk about how this is going to affect everyone specifically. But I would say just in general, and again, you are very clear about the years. Again, I just want to restate them. If you can go back, if you were around in 1994 to 1996, think about what changes you were forced to make in your life what you kind of had to do to survive or to thrive and then for those of us who are lucky enough that we can look back at 64 67 again the same thing now if anyone has health concerns significant health concerns I would just like to make one general statement is with Saturn going into Pisces yeah, there's probably going to be some, you know, good chance of some uh, uh, new uh, protocols or things of that nature in the medicine area. So it certainly is a great time if you're particularly interested in a disease or prevention of a disease. To, you have to start, start reading up to find out what's being said out there, because there is apt to be some uh, redefinition.
0: Was it you that sent me that then medicine they might be onto a new medicine to help stop or slow down alzheimer's yeah
1: yeah yeah it, okay. it's not it's not a it doesn't it's not like a super wow this is great but okay. it it has been shown that it does can slow down the process so that just floated out this week that this is it's past some of the testing periods and that's the type of they've gotten good results i guess so uh-huh. yeah that's on on track to maybe make some changes again for not probably not everyone but for those that are um who are at those beginning stages yeah it might slow the process down
0: absolutely so we did throw out the idea that March 7th is the enter date of Saturn into Pisces it will be there as you can hear for you know two and a half years does that mean something has to happen exactly on that March 7th date? No, but it is interesting because when we did go back and look at those examples, it does look like the majority of the law was passed within that first year of Saturn in Pisces. So that does look kind of exciting that hopefully we will know, um, you know, within the first half of 2023, what that new structure will be. Mm -hmm. Um, again, this is all speculation, but I mean, it adds up very well, especially when we put it together, that Mercury was activating that point, uh, very right where Saturn and, uh, Pluto came together in, oh my gosh, March of 2020. I think so. Yeah. so it looks, it looks like, these same um, issues are coming back to the surface so of course we hope that everyone is very healthy we do not want this to uh leave you scared we do think that it does look like there is a solution or we are getting it under control um, as we see Saturn move into Pisces however it is back at the forefront
1: it is and that Mercury retrograde is symbolically pulling us back into the conversation again right and if I could just say anecdotally when I happened to be out uh, on Wednesday, I believe, I was out and about a little bit. Everywhere I went, there were more people wearing masks. I I went and got my hair done. I went to the grocery store. And again, prior, there was like, you'd see one person, two people maybe. And I was seeing probably a dozen people in each of those locations wearing masks. So I thought, hmm, the public
0: is on to it already. Yeah, I agree with that. I had just made that comment to one of my friends that there's more workers that I'm seeing wearing masks. So uh, it's unfortunate, but I do hope that we see a solution here um, as we get into early 2023. And I want to, again, it's just confirmation
1: that even though Saturn is not in Pisces, it's direct. It's, as you said, that great example, it's on the freeway. It's not going to make any pit stops before it hits it. So it starts to set up. And this is the stage where you can be proactive you can be aware you can you can know where to maybe start looking for the most recent information and to start you know stocking up on whatever you feel you need to stock up on right
0: absolutely Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. Like we said, mom and me will come back next week to talk about how it will affect all 12 of the signs. I should mention that we're not just going to talk about health when we talk about the individual signs. Um, Pisces is all about wrapping up. So it will be most likely what you will be wrapping up as we move through 2023 so i don't want them to think just health but it's just when we look back on the country's pattern that's what the country is focused on that's why uh today's topic had to do a lot with that healthcare system perfect so thank you again and we look forward to speaking to you guys next week take care thank you for joining us on another episode of the mom and me astrology podcast To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.